The following is a fourth-hand production. Ripley, you know what today is? Yes, it's Saturday night. Well, yeah, but what else? Flips and chips night? I mean, also, yeah, but there's one tiny thing you're missing. I told you, I'm not doing Edward 40 hands before we go in. You just seriously don't know what today is? I mean, are we talking about the Earth calendar year, or, or what? You know time doesn't flow the same way in the antimatter minute dimension. My god, after all we've been through? If I may, I believe Joe Barr is referring to the close encounters of the slurred kind pilot that aired on July the 27th, 2019. It has been one complete cycle since you bumbling buffoons started to make the universe your own personal playground at the expense of everyone else living in it. What the fuck, man? Go clean a toilet or something, will ya? Gladly. I'd rather watch Hope Floats than listen to the rest of this conversation anyways. Hey now, Sandra Bullock is a babe, and that might not be an epic sci-fi flick, but it's still a classic. Joba, I didn't forget. I actually have something you're gonna love. A fully functional sonic gun from Minority Report? Those things were badass. Mm, even better. A new episode of Close Encounters. Oh joy, you're still in hot water, mister. It's time for the news. Welcome back, Dimension Hoppers. I'm your host, Joba, just another day in the black void with Mr. Forgetful Fett. And I'm Ripley. Sorry about that, Scott. And you're listening to a very special, to me at least, one-year anniversary edition of Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind. What do you say we see what's cracking in the Antimatter Minute Report, Ripley? Let's do it. Greetings. My name is Zero Frux, the ship's X-series flatulence removal unit, and you're listening to the Antimatter Minute. Alright, our first article comes to you from Vice. Yes, Vice, as most of you will see links on Facebook, because that's about the only time they, their name comes up. Uh, Marco Rubio hopes UFOs are aliens, not Chinese planes. <laughs> <laughs> and a little quote it's a here. legitimate fear. It's yeah. A legitimate fear. Frankly, if it's something outside this planet, that might actually be better than the fact that we've been sort of that we've seen some sort of technological leap from the Chinese or Russians. But, you know, yeah. that that is very legitimate. It's like, holy shit, they have that technology. What the fuck have we been doing? Yeah, I think that's a scarier concept after reading through this article. I know I'm not gonna, I'm not going to steal your steal your thunder. I'm going to let you go through it. But I think it's very true what he's saying. You know, I, I would be more terrified of someone you know, like us down here with that kind of capability, because I mean, as humans, all we want to do is blow shit up, you know? Exactly. Exactly. We, we don't have, um, you know, uh, benign, uh, intentions a whole lot of the time. Right. So, yeah, I, I mean, we can benign, barely, we can barely count to nine. Exactly. <laughs> benign, benign and a half, uh, a scrubs <laughs> joke for those of you that like the show. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so Florida Senator Marco Rubio said he hopes the UFOs are tr extraterrestrials and not advanced Chinese aircraft. In the July 16th interview with CBS reporter Jim DeFeed about a range of topics, including the government's COVID-19 response and the possible existence of extraterrestrial life, he said, we have things flying over our military bases and places we're, where we're conducting military exercises and we don't know what it is and it isn't ours. Uh, Rubio said, and then he said that quote earlier about the technological leap. Um, 
you know, or ending with or some other adversary that allows them to conduct this sort of activity. Uh, that to me is a national security risk and one we should be looking into. Defeat yeah, and, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got a good point, uh, sadly. Defeat and Rubio, we're talking about the U.S. Navy's declassification and the re- release of three UFO videos in April. The videos show Navy pilots encountering strange objects in the sky. The Navy isn't saying the objects were extraterrestrial, but they're not discounting that fact either. At the time of the release, former Nevada Senator, or Senator Harry Reid said the videos only scratched the surface of the Pentagon's UFO research. This goes on a little bit more, but um, the, that's the, the artist, gist of it. Yeah, you know, the headline is funny, but it actually does make sense when makes you start sense. thinking about it. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's one of those things I think about. I, I ponder space uh, space spiracy theories all the time. Is what I like to call them. And, you know, kind of thinking about, like, you know, what they are, you know, what's out there. Like, and this is one that comes up all the time, you know. Are the things we're seeing man-made or are they, in fact, from, you know, an extraterrestrial source? And those three videos released by the Navy, uh, I think it was the Go GoFast, um, G- Gimbal, and then there was one other one, which I can't ever remember what the third one is, but uh, that, that were actually, you know, released by them. Like this article states, they weren't. They they didn't come out and say they were extraterrestrial, but they said that they didn't know what they were. I think they coined them UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. I think that's what they said it was. I can't really remember. Um, but it's very interesting. I would absolutely much rather have uh, some unforced, you know, un, un unbeknownst to us, some unforeseen, you know race watching over us from above and you know because if if that's the case and that's been going on for hundreds if not thousands and you know however many years and we've obviously never had any bad conflict with one another but you know you look over at the russians and uh the chinese we we we've, we tend to like to stir the waters with our own people so you know i'd I'd rather it be you know et looking down so hey what up rather than Russians going, hi! Oh, that wasn't a very good Russian accent. What's the thing a Russian would say? Huh? Going to drop bomb on you if you don't drink vodka. You know, I would much prefer E.T. That's true. And by the way, the third video, you were uh, correct on Go Fast and Gimbal. The third one was Flur, F-L-I-R. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. I don't know. I think I've seen the first two, the Gimbal and the uh, Go Fast a lot. And I haven't really watched that one that, as many times, I guess, but you know. It's kind of sad that I've even watched those in my spare time anyways. It just kind of shows the the level of hobbies that I have in my life, I guess. But yeah. Well, you know, it beats chronic masturbation, so. I, I mean, I didn't discount that as being a hobby either, but I mean, you're, <laughs> you're very much right. You're very much right. So, ah, well, that's an awesome article, and it definitely uh, provides some food for thought. And if we go on to our second article of the day, it's very much in line with that one as well. Um. It's coming at you like uh, from the Intelligencer. I uh, don't know who named this uh, article. Obviously, I guess it's the New York Times. No way. Uh, New York Magazine. Just... Okay, New York. Okay, that makes sense. And the rep. Okay, so the reputability might not be super super high on this one, but you know, whatever. Th- they need a little bit more Intelligencer in their, uh, you know, press department, but it's fine. <laughs> so the article is uh, called "The Pentagon Has Reportedly Found Off-World Vehicles Not Made on This Earth." And yeah, it might sound like a tabloid article, but there is credence to that title, especially if you're listening to this podcast and you know how I feel about things. Um, 
So I'll just go on a little bit into the article. So in March, an astrophysicist by the name of Eric W. Davis spent years working as a consultant for the Pentagon UFO program and is now a defense contractor. Uh, He gave a classified briefing to the Defense Department on what he called off-world vehicles not made on this Earth. You know, in other words, you know, spaceships. The bombshell quote came in the latest UFO report from the New York Times, which has owned the beat for the past several years. Uh, In December 2017, the paper reported on the existence of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program uh, with Louis Elizondo. Elizondo? Elizondo? Elizondo. God, I can't say his name ever. Uh, But basically, the article's talking about how um, Elizondo has been working with the government and trying to, like, figure out how to let this stuff be able more more accessible to come coming to the light i guess uh and it no longer has to hide in the shadows was a direct quote um the unidentified aerial phenomenon task force is now obligated to make some of these uh, reports public which i think is super cool that's kind of been showing up in my news feed a lot i don't know about you ripley but i have all my stuff tailored to this kind of stuff and they've been seeing a ton of little cliff cliff notes and you know footnote things of different articles coming up saying that they're going to be releasing things soon, which I think is very cool that we're going to be seeing something. May, maybe not be concrete, but it's going to be much more than your standard, you know, Hillary Clinton just had sex with the alien from Men in Black 2, and now they're having a four-headed baby. It's very, uh, it's it's a lot more credible than that now, I guess. But it goes on to say... Um, Elizondo, the Times reports, is among a small group of former government officials and scientists with security clearances who, without presenting physical proof, say they are convinced that objects of undetermined origin have crashed on Earth with, with materials retrieved for study. And then a former Senate, uh, eh, Senate, Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid is quoted in the article, too, but his comments are hedged. But according to the Times, Reid said that he believes that crashes of objects of unknown origin may have occurred, and then in brackets it says, emphasis added, or that any recovered materials should be studied. And Davis, who once produced a report urging the federal government to research time travel through wormholes, so I'm not sure how much stake I put into his words and comments, but uh, he said he studied the materials as well, and what he found led him to a stark conclusion that we couldn't have made it ourselves. I find it extremely fascinating. I wouldn't discount this at all, especially you know knowing my conspiracy theory type of brain, but you know, wh- what are your thoughts on this, Ripley? You know, it does seem like we're headed towards that transparency stage like you're talking about. And um, I do see it a lot on our Twitter. So make sure you follow us, uh, the slurred kind or at the slurred kind. Uh, You'll get a lot of memes and not a whole lot else. But, you know, that's what we're there for. Um, Amen. But, yeah, I I think we're heading towards this uh, transparency phase. phase. I think that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Disclosure. 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 Yeah. At this point, it's. Like, what else can happen during this year, right? Fuck it. Might as well tell them about UFOs. I mean, the pandemic. Uh, what? I mean, so much shit. Is that a Kanye West trying to run for president? I mean, might as well just throw some aliens in the mix. I mean, seems like right. the most uh, most appropriate thing to do at this point. And if you've been, you know, holding a Godzilla or a moth or two, might as well just disclose that as well. I mean, let's just put everything out in the open. Just let the chips fall where they may, right? I mean, after all, Pacific Rim... You know, the movie the everything started in 2020. So it would oh make Oh my sense. God, that's true. Oh my God. <laughs> I never picked up on that until right now. That is funny that you just said that. 
anyways, listeners, those are some uh, pretty cool things to ponder. So uh, keep your grapefruits uh, thinking, and uh, I'm sure we'll we'll report on these topics a lot more in the in the times to come. But I absolutely think disclosure is very very close. Whether it be full disclosure or partial disclosure, probably leaning more towards the partial. I don't think the government would let all their cards lay on the table for us all to see everything. Cause I mean, that's not the way our government's played things the past 150 years. And I don't think they're going to start anytime soon, but Agreed. it does give us hope as you know, citizens of, I still hold true to the fact that I think we're living in one of the best countries in the world for sure. Uh, that they will eventually start doing things, uh, and, and letting us know about certain things. And so I think it's just around the corner. So, yeah, uh, I, I think you're right. Time will tell, that's for sure. But uh, speaking of time will tell, I hear an incoming transmission. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Mr. Holiday from My Worst Holiday. Join Stabby and I each week as actors, directors, comedians, and other podcasters tell us about their funniest or most embarrassing life stories. It's all about the funny here on My Worst Holiday. All right, and now everybody's favorite time of the day. Yippee-ki-yay, it's the special segment of the day. All right, so the special segment today is coming at you from Insider Magazine or website or whatever. Basically, it's just coming at you from Insider. Uh, (laughs) It came from insider yes i knew it was coming i knew it was coming and i guess there's another one for you to to play on there ripley you know coming insider i guess uh anyways moving on past that horrible uh stuff nine people share their anniversary horror stories and they'll make you cringe so me and ripley are going to do what you're so accustomed to hearing uh us go back and forth one and then the other and the other and we're just going to go through these and we're going to laugh, make jokes, and just, it's just so much fun to see other people's pain. Shout so, and Freud at its best. Yes. All right. So the first one here is Happy Anniversary to Me from My Hospital Bed. So uh, let's see here. Happy Anniversary to Me from My Hospital Bed. So today is mine and my partner's second wedding anniversary. When we got home from our morning activities, my back started to ache. I thought it was just from walking around all morning and blew it off. At one point, I got up to go to the bathroom, and all of a sudden, the pain started to escalate rather quickly. Before I knew it, I was doubled over in pain. I have a history of kidney stones. So I knew this pain, and I knew it was a stone. When we arrived, the doctor barely looked at me and sent me to the OB special care unit. I am definitely stuck here for the night. It's by the Redditor. Ginger, but not rude. Well, that's rude in itself. Not all gingers are rude. Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> not that I'm a ginger, but <clears throat> anyways. So just quick side note. Um, my <laughs> One of my coworkers it, is a redhead, and he said that he doesn't like to be called ginger with the hard R. <laughs> that's awesome. Definitely. I don't know if that's a joke for today's uh, political society and how the world we're living in now, but I'll tell you what, I don't care what year we're living in. That joke's always funny to me. Right. That's, yeah. Don't go starting a, a GLM movement. We're not saying yeah. that and we're not discounting anything that's going on, but nonetheless, it's still a funny take. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And that would definitely suck to be on your anniversary and all of a sudden realize you have kidney stones. I would, uh, I mean, or I guess not on your, I guess the next day after the anniversary. So at least it's not, well, is it saying it was, I'm looking on here to see if maybe, I mean, regardless, that would be a shitty situation. I've never had kidney stones. Don't know how horrible they are. Wouldn't want to even know at all. You know, no gallbladder kidney stone any anything like that happened i've never experienced it but i can't imagine how horrible that is all right this next one pretty much speaks for itself he announces that he's leaving me for his brother's girlfriend now ain't that some alabama shit oh yeah after our 14th anniversary yes 14th my husband comes home from visiting his brother announces that he's leaving me for his brother's girlfriend i knew her we were friends we spent family Uh. vacations and holidays together and as a bonus, she's 10 years to the day younger than me. That comes to you from Redditor Lime Green Diva. Well, mm. if you wear lime green a lot and you identify as a diva, I, I, I can see why you're now single. Just saying. Yeah. Very true. Very true. There's a lot to be said for that, especially said for that username. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty shitty. But, you know, part of me doesn't have sympathy for people like this when I see articles like this because I'm like, how could you not suspect that the person you're seeing is just a giant walking bag of dicks? How could you not? How could you not suspect something? That's, I mean, that does suck. Absolutely suck. But I'm like, man, you gotta, surely she didn't just pick up on something and ignore it and go, oh, he's just, they're just really friendly with one another. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, if they're sipping from the same coffee mug in the morning, you, you know, something probably fucking happened. Weird to me. What do you think? Probably, yeah, did not come out of left field. Obviously, you don't end a marriage of 14 years overnight just because you have a yeah. crush or something. So definitely something was going on behind the scenes and until finally they're like, all right, you know what? Screw it. Let's do it. I agree. All right, moving on to the next one. Uh, he'd taken a nap and failed to wake up. Um, <laughs> on my first anniversary with my now ex, I got all dressed up and waited for him to pick me up. I waited and waited. I was living at home at the time and getting awful pity looks from my mother, which didn't help. I waited some more and phoned him, but got no answer. I assumed he was on his way over, so I waited, still getting pity looks from my mom. Eventually, he turned up hours late, looking disheveled. He'd taken a nap and failed to wake up. He didn't apologize, and we didn't go out after all. It was too late by then. He took me back to his place and was confounded when I wasn't instantly in the mood for wild sex. He'd made no comments about how I looked, even though I'd made a massive effort to look good for him. He sulked horribly until I decided I had enough and went home. Redditor, Connie C60. Ah, well, that sucks. Um, you know, I don't know if... What was he doing the night before that made him have to nap so hard? Right, that is... I mean, you've taken some pretty prolific naps in the past, and usually they've oh. all been after, you know, crazy nights out at the bar, so... And they've always been way after... I say not not afternoon, but as in like afternoon. I'm talking like no, easy into like the two and three o'clock p.m. scape. So right, yeah. So yeah, if you're taking a nap at like four o'clock or something, yeah, you you've got issues. All right, moving on to his sister invited herself over for our anniversary weekend. Ooh, his sister invited herself over for our anniversary weekend. She didn't think it was a big deal and thought she would just. Do us a favor by going out for a few hours to give us some privacy. I was also yeah. mad at him because it's his sister and he's super protective for her because she is so sensitive. Somehow I ended up being the one to apologize because I hurt her feelings. Sigh. 
coming to you from the redditor concave convex who it's a calculus joke oh man and i, I was gonna say i wouldn't pick that up i'm glad that one was yours because i would have <laughs> just glossed right over that shit so uh funny story uh so last time we actually saw each other um you know it wasn't the obviously the circumstances we would wanted but i stayed yeah. with some friends while i was down there every time i go down there they're like oh you should have just crashed here so i'm like all right fine i'll finally take you up on it so i, I did that unbeknownst to me it was also their anniversary weekend and uh oh was it really yeah it, it <laughs> oh, was no. so uh shame on me but uh yeah th they said they were fine with it and actually the the husband <laughs> ended up getting too drunk uh he, he had uh some back pain so he, he took a pain pill and then he had a, a couple beers with me which basically just sent him over the edge and he went and fell asleep at six o'clock so Ooh. she ended up calling his sister to talk to somebody during dinner <laughs> oh my god man attaboy ripley attaboy and you know it's funny that he had it's not funny that he had back pain but it's funny because like well, the first story we talked about in this article the, the person had back pain as well after a night of craziness so i'm sure that was completely unrelated to what was going on with him but damn right. 6 p.m what'd you do to that guy well, holy he, shit he had brewed his own beer with uh his father-in-law and it, was 20% and okay. he had, I was just about to say it probably turned out to be like a mead or like a quadruple triple double yeah. Belgian beer of some kind. Yeah. It was their take on the 120 minute IPA by dogfish head. And it, I mean, it was oh. good, but it is strong. So yeah, it, it was, it was pretty probably, funny. That... I could only imagine a 20% alcohol IPA tasting like you're chewing on a pine cone. That's all I could think. <laughs> You know, it's not too bad. It, it's a little thick. It's a little syrupy, but it, it's pretty good. And just to follow up on that story, just because that wasn't the funniest thing that happened. We were watching Letterkenny later that week. and uh, Of course you were. Of course. Of course, because they're big fans of it as well. And uh, the wife noticed on their door, it said, backdoor guests are the best. And so she looks at me. I can already me, see where this is going. I can yeah, already she, see where this is going. She looks at me and she said, Ripley, you're welcome to... Uh, in my back door anytime. And she goes, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> she goes, oh, shit. Rob's been waiting years for me to say that. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet he was. Wait, was this at this point? Was he passed out or was he still awake? No, all three of us were there watching it. And it was oh, God, it was awkward, funny. but it was funny at the same time, just because, like, I mean, we all thought it was hilarious. That so. is great. You know, you almost didn't make it to his house because it took about a thousand years for you to actually find the house. Anyways, we've been on this story for a long time, but I think <laughs> yeah. that story is probably way better than the one we listened to. We just read. So, all right, let's go on to the next one. He got mad that I didn't want to go to his sister's house. That's probably what I would call a big fucking red flag. But let's read on. On my first anniversary of marriage, I awoke to find my then-husband gone, despite us being on vacation across the country. This was back before cell phones. I finally got a call at some point later in the afternoon, and he wanted to know if I wanted to go, to, uh, to go with him to his sister's house for dinner. I suggested we go out to eat since it was our anniversary, and I hadn't seen him all day. I had even walked over to the mall close to where we were staying and bought him a gift. He got mad that I didn't want to go to his sister's house, yelled at me, and showed up angry without a gift or card or anything for me. His sister's dinner was not an attempt at an anniversary dinner. I later found out that she didn't even know uh, completely anonymous Redditor. And I apologize because I thought it was talking about he got mad that I didn't want to go to her sister's house. I'm just going to assume he wouldn't be thinking negative things about his sister because that would be some serious West Virginia bullshit. Wait, that that 
Redditor is not a anonymous. The Redditor name is Red in Head and Bed. That is a fantastic name. Oh, it just was one space down. I didn't see that. Red in Head and Bed. Ooh, that is badass. And also makes me want to like go check 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 her out and see <laughs> what it's all about there. But man, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm getting a lot of just. Uh, Again, with these articles, we've done some of these in the past. I guess I need to do a little bit better vetting or something because it just seems like a lot of whiny stuff. Just a lot of whiny stuff. I need some. I want some heavy hitters. I want some crazy shit happening. I want some like drama. I want some of that like crazy housewives of Orange County, just redneck crazy stuff to laugh laugh at. I'm not finding that right now. So hopefully things get better. Right. Uh, yeah, we're sorry. I have to get back to the article because I actually did try to follow up and see that Redditor's page. But it, yeah, also a letdown. So anyways, uh, moving on. I got a diet soda and a long conversation about how I need to lose weight. <laughs> All ooh, right. Now we're getting good. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. That's what we've been waiting for. I spent weeks preparing for our 10 year anniversary. I took her hiking and camping uh, which oh god, that's a spin on things because I was expecting a him to her, but it's a her to him. Uh, all right, restarting. I spent weeks preparing for our ten year anniversary. I took her hiking and camping, which is her favorite activity and something I hate. We spent the next day at the salon getting her nails and hair done. Hair did. Then the next oh, day we <laughs> we went for dinner at her favorite restaurant and to see a movie she's been wanting to see. On the big day, I woke up early and made her breakfast. Came home on my lunch break to make her lunch. And brought her flowers she loves in a big box of her favorite candy. From her, I got a diet soda and a long conversation about how I need to lose weight because my gut makes me ugly. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's much better. That's that's more like it. I'm sorry, ladies, but when I hear lady complaints, it's just, man, I, just, I don't know why. I find it so much funnier when a guy complains because we don't care about this shit ever. Unless something like this happens. <laughs> That reminds me of uh, one of the last seasons of Scrubs after they start bringing in the new characters, one of the hot, psychotic um, new doctors. She's like, oh, yeah, I always uh, sleep with fatties. They try harder. <laughs> That's what this reminds oh me of. Oh, my God. This guy what has- is it that what's what's the thing is like this is so bad and I can't remember if it was a movie or a TV show. But one of the quotes was like, if they're bigger, they do more stuff. I can't remember what that's from. <laughs> But I, it's it's I swear to God it's from something and I don't yeah. know what I, I've heard it as well and I can't place it but yes it, it that's basically it and uh, <laughs> yeah this guy's obviously head over heels for this girl doing everything for her, and she's just like yeah whatever you're fat I mean come on you're the one that got with the guy in the first place I mean if you didn't want a dad bod you should have kept stepping you know I mean that's just another point. To people who like to do actual exercise and actually take care of their body and don't want to have a dad bod. I, I'm sorry, the fact that that's even a thing that girls are like even remotely still interested in, even though it was kind of just a little fad for a minute a few years ago, people still hold on to that. There's actually some chicks that dig dudes with dad bods. And I'm like, I don't understand. I don't get that at all. You don't see me looking for a mom bod. Well, I like MILFs. Maybe I do look for mom bods. But anyways, that was a, a that was a thought mid thought there. It was a self revelation, everybody. I guess it was. You know, I'm glad that we were all here to experience that. But you know, it's just like, come on, man. We're we're here on Earth for a limited amount of time. Take care of yourselves. You know, I got I, I have sympathy for those who can't actually 
take care of themselves from genetic issues and things like that. But like, come on, man, you got you got to get up and get get your shit going. If, you, if there's a girl that's not interested in you because you're fit, that's probably her her fucking problem. Anyways, off my high horse, back on the ground. Next article, or uh, not next article, next uh, next next clip here. I left the restaurant gift card on top of the ATM. By the time we went back, it was gone. Ooh, God, this gives me shivers already. I brought my girlfriend to a high-end, classy restaurant for our one-year anniversary. I didn't have a job at this point and planned to use a $100 restaurant gift card my sister gave me from booking their wedding reception there. Well, the place had a mandatory valet check-in for your car. I didn't know that, and I never carry cash on me. We arrived 20 minutes before our reservation, so we walked down the street until we came across an ATM. I withdrew $20 for the valet. We walked back to the restaurant, and boom, it hits me. I left the restaurant gift card on top of the ATM. <laughs> By the time we went back, it was gone. Oh, no. We ended up getting fast food and going to a movie. The restaurant was nice enough to inform us that the uh, that some couple hit up the bar with a $120 tab and tried to pay it with the gift card, which was taken away from them. I was mailed. It was mailed back to me two weeks later. We went there for our 13th month anniversary instead. We went there for our 13th uh, month anniversary instead. I let her hold the gift card. Good job. A lesson well learned, sir. Redditor Alex in EDH. Alex in Alex in EDH. I don't. I'm trying to figure out that uh, that name, but unfortunate situation. Seems like you guys made the best of it. Still funny. I I, I appreciate that one. Also, uh, well done on the restaurant part. The fact that they like, Amen. one, Amen were able to, to trace the gift card, and two, like, just put the kibosh on the other people trying to use it. That, I think that's yeah. sweet. Nice job. All right. But uh, yeah, also, what sort of doofus takes out the gift card and places it somewhere? Like, if I go to an ATM, debit card in, out, we're done. Like, I'm not touching yeah. anything else. God knows you don't want to touch anything else, especially now. And yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, ATM I transactions are I not that judge. hard. I can't judge because you've been with me multiple, multiple, multiple times at countless, countless bars across the galaxy. And I tend to leave shit everywhere. How many times have we uh, missed a, a smuggling run or some sort of black market trade-off? We were going to make some big score just because we had to backtrack and go back to the planet we came from just to find my fucking wallet. I mean, we've done that how many times now? Wallet or keys, right. for God's sakes, Jesus. I know, and you'd think a starship costs a pretty penny, but maybe not ours. But still, keys are pretty important. You'd think we'd uh, you know, buy one that we don't even need keys for these days, but you know, the black squirrel still requires keys. We don't have any of the fancy bells and whistles, like the genetic imprint for the door opener. We don't have that yet, so... Yeah, that, that is definitely what you need. <laughs> I know, God, right? It's coming. One day, it's coming. You'll become you'll become a Musk bot before long. Very true. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Then it becomes obvious that we're going to miss dinner, and I'm puming. For our 10-year anniversary, we took a trip to the East Coast. I made reservations at one of my favorite restaurants, followed by a really good tickets to a play. I was stoked for such a special date night and had the plans set in stone for weeks. I had even gotten a special outfit cleaned. Jeez. Took it to the dry cleaners. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, my wife's. Oh, yeah, this is a guy. All right. I was. Yeah, these oh, things keep I throwing me. I, would, these are, yeah. I know these curveballs, man. Curveballs. We're realizing our, our subconscious gender biases here. In ge <laughs> gender <laughs> we roles. are. My wife's good friend from back home lives in said city. Beforehand, she's. 
I mean, why don't you just say New York? Where else are there plays, for God's sakes? Anyways, beforehand, she asked if we could meet up with her friend for drinks so they could catch up. I said it was that it was fine, but we did have plans and would have to be conscious about her time. We met this friend for drinks at a bar, and things were going well. Then they made plans to go to another bar and another. The friend brings up moving to yet another bar, and I gently nudge my wife to let her know that we should get going. She basically ignores me, and we go to the next bar. Then it becomes obvious that we're going to miss dinner, and I'm fuming. We end up at yet another bar, and then it starts getting close to time to get to the show. Hours later, we're heading back to the hotel. I'm really hurt and disappointed she didn't care about the evening I had planned. Re- from Redditor, tired, AD, frustrated. <laughs> uh, well, it's tired, sad, frustrated, actually, oh, if you look at that. Oh, yeah, you're right. I missed the S. Oh, man, let me say oh. that I have a lot of stuff to say about this article. Oh, my Lord. Because it absolutely sounds like, man, you're using that girl as a beard, so you need to shut the fuck up, probably. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a California couple. <laughs> that was probably in bad taste. But, I mean, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I'm not going to lie. It absolutely reads like a chick is angry at the dude for wanting to go to bar to bar to bar to bar to bar. Right. This uh, is ex- something exactly i can see my wife complaining about like if we mm-hmm. came to see you and we had yep. she had plans and i would keep doing the things that the wife was doing this is yeah oh that's a true general swap it is it absolutely is uh man this i think ryan johnson might have written this insider article he's like all about the subverted expectations so <laughs> <laughs> fuck you ryan johnson sorry So next one, he changed the topic because he had utterly neglected to get me anything in return. (laughs) Smart move. I'd ask him a month or two before our anniversary of dating if he wanted to do anything for it. Dinner, presents, nothing, etc. He said presents sounded fun. Of course. I spent some time figuring out the perfect gift and was quite excited to give it to him. I even suggested he keep an evening free right around our anniversary because it was a bit of an experience-related present. Ooh, I can kind of pick up what she's throwing down. In short, when our anniversary rolled out or rolled around, he accepted my gift with excitement. Then he changed the topic because he had utterly neglected to get me anything in return. <laughs> oh my God. I was more than a little miffed. I'm assuming that's like frustrated. It's not that I surprised him with it or bullied him into agreeing. We didn't exactly fight about it, but I was hurt and he got super defensive and kind of tried to make it my fault that he didn't get me a gift. A week later, he bought me a gift. It was even a good gift. But the initial disappointment was just so bad that I'll never forget it. Redditor, Fire, Firefox23. Oh, it's clever. She spelled Fox, F-A-W-K-E-S. And that's, less that's how you spell it in English, England. I don't know. But, uh, uh, man, sucks. You know, you, you can't get excited about a gift and not give one in return. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's like easy gift giving 101, brother, man. I mean, I know you're excited about some sort of edible G-string that you've never seen before. <laughs> I, I mean, I also get excited when a girl like stretches a gummy worm as far as it'll go and sticks it up around her ass unit. But, you know, y- you got to be able to give the gummy worm back, per se, you know, maybe, a, a, I don't know, little 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 penis gummy worm or something to to respond in, in kind. You know, I don't know, something special. You got to you got to you got to remember those things. <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing for that. I, I'm just sitting here imagining them make, creating a jackson pollock painting yeah that's about accurate oh that was the last one too holy shit so next up all idiots please gather 
It's time for Would You Rather. Yeah! So, I'll let uh, Ripley take his away first, and then I will say mine right after. All right. So, this one takes a little bit of thinking. Would you rather have to sneak up on a Klingon and lick the Ripley part of his forehead, or get licked by Jabba the Hutt? That's an easy one. I mean, it's a thinker. It is a thinker, uh, especially for the ones listening that don't know what either of those things are. You need to get more familiar with sci-fi concepts and stop being a baby back bitch. Uh, but man, Jabba the Hutt has licked a few people in those movies, and every time he does, it is gross. It looks disgusting. And is is the person is the Klingon that I'm licking? Is it a male or female? Do I get to choose? Is it specified by any by any stretch of the imagination? It it's unspecified, but it's also unbeknownst to them, so they may not be welcoming the. the oh, my God! That changes the whole thing because if I go up and I run up and I lick a Klingon on the forehead, I'm absolutely going to die. That's just how they are. Like you know, you come up and you surprise a Klingon, you're gonna die. If you do something unhonorable, you're going to die. If you speak to a Klingon the wrong way, you're probably going to die. Lots of death scenarios with a Klingon involved. Jabba the Hutt's lick of a tongue wouldn't kill me. And while I almost immediately said lick a Klingon's forehead, the fact that you brought that up is very, very smart because that's true. Uh, hmm. Probably get licked by Jabba the Hutt because I like living life. And I know a Klingon would absolutely... Stab me with the uh, what do they what do they have that basilisk is that what it's called ba- I think it's battleith battleith is what it's called yeah that's their right. weapon uh my gosh that was, a, that was a fantastic one because I I immediately was running right towards the job of the hut getting licked I was like I don't mind a big slug licking me when I was little I used to eat them off the street so anyways uh yeah I I think that you're right on that one I thought I originally you're going to go towards the licking. The Klingon, but I, I did have to remind you that yes, they they are not up or they're not <laughs> up aware. for that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're not in on the gag, if you will, and yes, they True. will likely gore you. So yeah, you're, in you're, honor you're, you're of Kalis. That was a, okay, sure. Yeah, that was a really, really, really nerdy sci-fi insert that I just threw in there. Trekkie, Trekkie till the day I die. Are you ready for my? Would you rather? As ready as I'll ever be. All right, this one, hold on to your britches, because we're getting topical. And by topical, I mean food-related. So, would you rather only be able to send and receive nudie pics using the new Snapchat noodle filter for the rest of time, so obviously with your significant other, or have an actual noodle, specifically a stuffed cannelloni noodle. Cannelloni? Cannelloni noodle, that's it. With your significant other having a large conchilier as her respective lady bit. So you have, in place of your penis unit, a cannelloni. Cannelloni, whatever. Yeah, it's a big, it's basically like a big noodle with shit inside of it. A big stuffed noodle, yes. Big stuffed noodle. And she has a large conchilier as her respective lady bit, which is kind of like a shell. Uh, I could take this further and ask if you prefer whole wheat or original, but I think I'm already pushing the envelope a little too far. So uh, I think I was really hungry for Italian when I came up with this one. (laughs) Yeah, are are we talking about marinara, Alfredo? What's going on here? So only certain times of the month is it marinara. 
It's usually Alfredo. (laughs) It's usually of the Alfredo persuasion. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I think I'm going to go with the cannoli. So you're going to do that instead of being able to sit? Damn, I want that makes me think how many nudies that you send on a regular basis because the first did you oh you're doing oh, that you're, wait sorry I, I completely forgot yeah the first what one first... was the first one was you can only send and receive nudie pics using the new Snapchat noodle filter yeah like yes ever. then that time that a thousand times yes for, for some reason I I, <laughs> I, I I I forgot about that one I thought it was either I get the cannelloni or she gets the, the no, 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 shell no. noodle. You, I just had a really hard time pronouncing things. You had the cannelloni. She had the she had the conch shell noodle vagina, and you both have noodly sex. And that was it was either okay, noodle yeah. sex or noodle snaps. It yeah. was, you know, one of the two. I, I got you. No, I'll, I'll take the noodle snaps. But I was if it was between me and her, I would take it. So every try, time I drop my pants, I could say holy cannoli. Oh, <laughs> yes! I didn't even think about that. Uh, you did choose. You chose unwisely, just because I forgot to mention that it's the most noodle sex is just probably the most orgasmic sex that there is. But you know, it's okay. It's okay. The sauce is automatically applied. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, that ends the uh, awesome bringing us back to our roots. Would you rather segment? And uh, we're gonna go ahead and thank everybody who has joined us on our crazy shenanigans for this entire year. We really appreciate all of you sticking with us. I know we've had highs and we've had lows. Uh, we also really want to take the time to thank Fourth Hand Media for picking us up and letting us be a part of their network. We appreciate all the growth that you've helped us accomplish and just being with us through the thick and thin and, you know, just being such an awesome affiliate. It's been amazing to be a part of you guys. And we're just very, very stoked to see where things go. Yeah. And, uh, we do apologize for last week's audio, um, issues and we will make sure that they get better. Uh, I vow to pilfer through more space debris to make sure that we do have better audio quality. And I actually do want to send out a special shout out and thanks to, uh, the Beltway Bros Sports Podcast for letting me lo- uh, use their mic this week. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, they're a great new uh, DC sports-based podcast. Uh, it got picked up by the brand Weinstein uh, Network just a couple weeks ago, so they're making oh, big nice. waves. And uh, if you're into sports, especially, re- uh, well, now Washington football team or Wizards or Nationals, yeah. make sure and check them out. Awesome. So... Joba, I I do have a confession to make. Don't even try. It's going to take way more than an apology to forget. Are those lower assembly sonic relay rifles? Yes. Yes, they are. I've wanted to install those puppies on the swirl for ages. I know. You do listen. So now maybe next time you'll shut the hell up. That's uh, unlikely. Are they installed? See. Ah, last one there is a rotten xenomorph egg. Stay slurred, everyone. Say it ain't so, that's the end of our show. Turn the mic off, go the f*** home. Joe Buffett here. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoy our ridiculous content, you can get to your nearest cosmic communication device and spread the word to your friends, family, co-workers, or nearby nerf herders. We're available on Spotify, Google Play, Sheeple Music, I mean Apple Music, or wherever you listen. If you have an idea for our show or would like to propose a theme, send an email to CloseEncountersSlurredKind at gmail.com. That's CloseEncountersSlurredKind at gmail.com or shoot us a message on Facebook. 
Have a great day, and we look forward to falling even deeper into the Antimatter Minute with you next time on Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind. She's beautiful!